listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. None of that's true. We do it, not you. That's why I got you. Stuck on to my style like glue. The crew definitely is back again, but I'm back to win. So just tell a friend that I'm still twisting and bending minds and rhymes till the very end with the rhymes and the loop stomping out whack troops in my big black boots collecting respect and the loop from the way i grab the microphone and execute f think i'm cute say what yo man i pay him no attention i say deep into the cut because i leave the tricks alone because my name is not david copperfield pockets never made it don't hate it so let it be stated niggas couldn't fade it with an edit as z-rocks mcs are pathetic they trying to duplicate but they coming out synthetic the name is booty brown if only mcs forget it imani booty brown fell up in slim kid trey hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and Karen. and we're back on a saturday we are ready to do a little bit of feedback mm-hmm. this episode is for all the people that listen to the show throughout the week and they have things to say to us and they want to chime in on the topics we discuss and there's a myriad of ways that you can get in contact with us and let us know your thoughts and feelings um such as going to the blackouttips.com each episode has its own post there's comments there you can leave some comments you can vote in the polls on each episode we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that um you can also do stuff like email us the black guy who tips at gmail.com we'll check that um you can leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we got one five star review on everything this week so uh itunes we got one so thank you for that person mm-hmm. uh but we encourage everybody leave positive nice five star reviews speak to us with some with, with a smile on your face you know mm-hmm. and we appreciate that okay if you just want to call right in and say you don't like us or you hate us or zero stars or whatever just save your time we don't want to read those Mm -hmm. um you can also do stuff like um go to uh to call us on our phone line 704-557-0186 make sure to the uh call is two minutes or less when you leave a voicemail or else you will get cut off by the voicemail uh just arbitrarily stops at two minutes so 704-557-0186 we'll check that today um what am i leaving out uh you can donate to the show you can go to the blackouttest.com and on the right hand side there's a little button that's like hey give these fools some money and we be like you know what we'll take that thank you thank you let's give you a shout out i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song is for you today's a new day Virginia G, thank you so much for your donation to the cause. Dana W, thank you as well. Samuel H. Jr., thank you, Samuel. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Our girl Ray signing all the way out there on the West Coast right now. Uh, thank you so much for the for the uh for the money. Okay, we mm-hmm. will spend it wisely. Uh Wanga, all the way from the land down under in Australia. Good day, mate. Uh Tanya S, thank you uh rebecca m we appreciate you virginia p is a brand new recurring donator gone to the new members class conrad yes. will walk you through uh lisa d thank you very much lisa our girl shirley wong esquire please say the esquire kelly c thank you kelly ashia b we appreciate you jane m thank you jane uh studio texture i think this is new i don't yes. remember that one Mm-mm. so thank you studio texture that sounds like a hair salon or something uh tiffany b thank you tiffany palmetto stone magic thank you design t we appreciate you 
lindsey b thank you lindsey jeff f thank you jeff alfonso may i mean m i'm sorry alfonso m thank you kyle k we appreciate you hope you don't get traded uh david c thank you david autumn w we appreciate you damian jackson who i am for real thank you so much damian uh j joy m thank you joy uh damian r thank you damian our dear dr bambi all the way on the west coast as well uh monique s thank you and that is everybody thank you so much everybody for contributing this week fell from heaven like a shower i smile even though it hurts me i smile i know god's working so i smile even though i've been here for a while i smile Smile. It's so hard to look up when you look down. I sure would hate to see you give up now. You look so much better when you smile. Smile for me. Can you just smile for me? Whatever you're going through, smile. <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> if you're watching a little too much porn when your wife downstairs smile um all right let's get into the uh feedback we did get one five star review thank you for the person who left it who was dmcd3 very short you don't have to leave long five star reviews you're the mvp for this week just leave us a little note uh simply better than the rest five stars by dmcd3 who says your fave could never download and listen if you don't like it seek counseling they the best thank you thank you that straight to all, the point that's all i'm saying that's i mean i think if we have communicated one consistent message on the blackout tips over the years it has been if you don't like it seek counseling they the best that's what we've been trying to tell y'all for years and i'm glad that it got through finally me too we got some comments on the website uh each episode has its own poll on post you can leave comments there 1905 was our feedback show it's called yelp elitism um and uh Amon says hey ryan and karen i left a voicemail about the yelp elite thing so to piggyback off of that recently my husband asked a friend who is an elite member but also has a business on yelp uh looking left to right you didn't hear from me but they used different email addresses and didn't say anything when they asked uh yeah i mean you're not supposed to be able to do that and they do that is one of the rules that irked me because i realized i might be a john snow way too honorable for my own good amon you got a, a restaurant or something you can't you can't be on there on the business anyway love you guys congratulations i'm glad you had a great break and didn't have to uh miss you because you were, were premium amon thank you also i think a lot of people don't realize i mean well not a lot of people probably everybody realizes this i didn't realize sound like president trump just now didn't i uh <laughs> a lot of people don't know it's like nigga you didn't know uh i didn't realize um there's a yelp business site like there's yelp for yelp people but there's also like a yelp just for business restaurant owners hmm yeah uh, obviously i'm not in that one Mm-mm. oh like his own separate version of yelp right 
eve says congratulations on earning your yelp elite badge rod uh you have inspired a sister to leave more reviews well to be quite honest i'm just in it to get invited to places and get free shit but hey we all need goals congratulations uh good luck eve um yeah i saw uh somebody else was on my facebook that said you know i motivated them and they were currently being considered for yelp elite now <laughs> so each one teach one let's get a whole lot of black yelp leaders and uh we can become the yelp one percent uh and the rest of y'all pull yourselves up by your yelp bootstraps all right it's not my fault i get ahead and i'm uh, pretty sure somebody out there selling bootstraps for you to grab onto and purchase y- y'all are some lazy yelpers some of y'all okay i didn't want to say it uh now that it's been a few <laughs> we- <laughs> this is the poll now that it's been a few weeks are you as passionate about game of thrones yes no or i was never taking it that serious Karen? oh i wasn't taking it that serious well 64 percent of people agree with you they were never taking it that serious no 14 percent of people say nah mm-mm, i'm i'm not as passionate as i was a couple weeks ago and yes i'm still as passionate 23 percent of our audience is crazy and deranged let's check the chat room and see brooklyn shubay says i was only serious about the memes amon says i'm gonna be honest i'm over season eight still like the show overall i was really passionate about the last season but i watched some other shows since then and i'm good now still enjoy seeing memes every now and again but once my brother sent me a link about the petition i checked out and took several steps back he totally shocked me with that and we had a conversation about how not serious this should be i'm just going to go away in my cryogenic uh chamber and see if in a thousand years george R. R. martin will have these books written by then <laughs> for four exclamation i mean four question marks lol lakita says i'm happy kit harrington can finally chop off that beautiful mane of his if he wants and doug b says i love i love game of thrones all eight seasons and will say i'm over it and done thinking about the show but i sometimes wake up in the morning wishing california could find a sansa and free us from the rest of y'all's chaos oh doug <laughs> um <laughs> uh but yeah I, I just wondered if if if, if, ten, if you know if like passions would have calmed a bit because i i don't know man it's 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 cool that it was a cultural phenomenon but as with all things it just kind of overtakes everything everyone's talking about it i mean sites had dedicated entire portions of their like website to just cover game of thrones like the ringer slash game of thrones and you know undefeated game of thrones it's like this may have gotten too big (laughs) like like it just may not have should have never been this you know that's why sometimes i enjoy like good cw shows because Mm -hmm. you know luckily all these people don't watch it so you know they would probably shit on all the plot aspects and the special effects and the acting and Mm -hmm. you know and i'm just like yeah cw not supposed to be taken that seriously and everybody for the most part says yeah it's not that serious correct it's like watching a saturday morning cartoon with live action people you really should never get too caught up on whatever the fuck it's about Mm-mm. and most of the time when people run on cw shows we all get to either laugh at like oh this is so stupid or oh that season was terrible or this season was great or whatever but it's all kind of like it didn't ruin anybody's life uh, correct we're not, the world didn't come to an end yeah we're not hunting down the writers rooms and looking for the um for who created the shows and all that shit it's like um whatever yeah and even some subsections of those shows have their uh crazy sicko fans too did like to go at the True. actors and shit like that and you be like y'all y'all do know they're but, but motherfucking we all, actors but we all agree those people are crazy correct the lunatics right unlike you know unlike 
with game of thrones like people go after the actors and the creators and that's just part of the, the thing now it's like i don't know there used to be a thing that only crazy people did I, and like i said i still think you're crazy but that's just me i <laughs> leave the people alone they just actors episode 1906 straight shame parade we had some comments Kirsten d says or maybe it's Kirsten d says rod talking about sugar grits is hilarious i'm from little rock arizona i have eaten grits that way my entire life my mom eats them with salt and pepper but i couldn't stomach them that way if i had to sugar grits paired with salty bacon perfect combo yeah it's like bomani said on his show man i blame your moms i'm not trying to say i'm not trying to say nothing bad about your mama but that's who fault it is john baby john says first rod's take on sugar and grits means i can't trust nothing he say on yelp well you're not elite and i can tell by just the fact that you typed that sentence i'll treat his <laughs> opinion more like a whelp than a yelp second i just finished some sweet grits before turning on this episode of bgwt first of all it's tbgwt so you're riding up in here mad disrespect for right now john baby john okay and i can tell that's the kind of thoughts that the carelessness that a sugar grit eater would have is to lead the tea off uh to enjoy karen's wit and wisdom when while then while rod was on his rant i checked the label on my box of grits and it said to try grits with everything from savory butter salt and pepper to sweet cream honey or sugar case closed yeah it says that because it's like fuck it we already sold you the grits do it stick your <laughs> dick in the grits for all that we care try them with semen okay they don't give a fuck put, put blood in it we have sold you the product yeah <laughs> the fuck they care it's in your kitchen they would never do it themselves which is why they don't sell sugar grits they sell grits with cheese already in the motherfuckers they do not sell grits with motherfuckers they sell grits with butter in the in the motherfuckers but grits with butter they do not sell grits with sugar in them why is that Hmm? they even have oatmeal that's already sweetened mm-hmm. they yeah. don't have already sweetened grits i rest my motherfucking case case closed yeah i guess if you go into a fucking kangaroo court in my court ride would be sentenced to 30 days of papa john's no chance to lenty well that's why you don't have court because nobody respects what you say even he says <laughs> and i just want to be clear about something okay while i am sickened by the fetish of sugar and grits i don't have a problem with sugar grits eaters eating their sugar grits do mm-hmm. whatever you want it's your food mm-hmm. i eat weird i eat shit weird all the time i know i do i have all kinds of shit where i'm like i know this ain't supposed to go on this i don't give a fuck um my problem is i then don't walk out of my house being like yeah see all 12 of us that do this weird thing we the ones that really should be in charge no you shouldn't you have a weird sexual fetish for grits and you just leave that alone okay i'm sure if there was a fucking semen grits parade all five of y'all would show up to that too but that's that's not what you're supposed to put in grits okay it's okay you like little weird things it's fine even <laughs> and i do too i like weird shit too yeah even, we just don't all like the same weird shit some of y'all probably put ketchup on sushi but you don't start going on social media and bragging about it because we all know we go oh that person's crazy yeah yeah, yeah. eve says people who put sugar in their grits probably voted for trump hashtag i said what i said agree <laughs> i'm 100 sure ba- john baby john is a trump supporter tristan says the chernobyl shit was crazy when they said a nuclear disaster is not possible here after the fact i realized that nationalism would keep them from ever admitting the truth how scared of your government do you have to be to willingly put yourself in harm's way like that not sure if it was this show that talk- y'all talked about karen sex commercials i think so mm-hmm. but when you play lizzo's tempo i saw missy getting a hitachi in the mail opening the box and saying 
i've been waiting for this one turn it up <laughs> thanks for that lol <laughs> that will make a good some good uh mm, that'd be flames cross promotion hitachi and uh lizzo mm-hmm. missy um missy been having them nasty lyrics uh do you believe lena waif yes she didn't have the power to do anything or no she's lying to cover her tail karen I, I don't believe her maybe you know mm-hmm. i'm like mm-mm. okay well 80 percent of the audience agrees with you they don't believe her 79 percent really says uh she just lying to cover her tail 21 percent says yes she didn't have the power to do anything monique says hey rod and karen welcome back queen and jay discussed her call in on the breakfast club on their podcast yes i heard it It was a great episode i trust their assessment of the interview and didn't feel like i needed to listen to it all because it sounded exhausting uh exhausting and weak and incompetent alina as a showrunner this is a textbook definition of the fish riding from the head i'm watching the second season now every time i'm impressed by the character of brandon i remember not to even care too much because jason won't be around what an awful situation my main focus is also on what tiffany boone has gone through the harassment she has faced and the stain on her reputation is lost in this lena jason whose fault is it anyway fuckery tiffany should have been protected and looked out for yeah the good news i think she wrote on twitter a thank you note to everybody who was like having her back and advocating for her she hasn't really said much other than that um she already has moved on to another job so it's not like she's not like this wasn't a thing where she got blackballed and now she'll never be working again um which makes me wonder if the reason that's true is because she went to hr and not twitter you know like i really wonder how different this is if instead she of her, it internally yeah because she tried to handle it and of course she's like she took an l quote unquote because she ended up having to walk away from that job but it does it makes you wonder that if she would have been on like twitter being like yo jason mitchell is a creep blah blah, blah if then she would have been blackballed because she didn't use the quote-unquote system a system that was that ended up not being able to protect her anyway yeah that and also i think some companies will look at this differently they go they'll look at how she handled it well she did go internally and they end up firing him anyway like from the company's perspective like, oh yeah she did the right thing this is not her fault yeah yeah that's what i'm saying like she did the quote-unquote respectable way you know i went to hr twice they didn't do shit i left the job and now somewhere else as opposed to you know the way that a lot of people do when they feel like their voice is not being heard is they go to social media and they tell everybody like hey this is what's happening and those people i always think those are the ones who really get blackballed correct because uh and depending on what's happening and in certain situations you don't know what kind of legal position that you may have put yourself in you know like like if you decide to fight the case all types of shit you just putting out there online maybe i just think it's a matter of just that system is designed to not really be that helpful correct because she did it the right way and she still to me ended up being the one that was harmed the most you know you get harassed and the company don't have your back so you know I, it could be worse obviously they could have been blackballing her and telling people not to work with her she's a bitch and all that shit they do to women who speak up but i don't know the, that, that's the only thing for me is i do wonder if she would have handled it a different way how the shit would have happened because i mean he really he really didn't get fired until he messed with white women on a whole nother set so this is not a result of anything she did Mm-mm. or anyone protecting her um and also man that link i keep seeing these articles and every time they cover this stuff it says 
uh, the quotes from that interview are always the the one where she said i i trusted uh this this black woman showrunner to do her job and she dropped the ball and, I, and i'm like she threw that showrunner under the bus that showrunner went to hr as well so what the fuck was she supposed to do and if the showrunner didn't have as much power as you and you say you didn't have enough power to affect change why did you throw the showrunner under the bus shit is the game is so whack man uh Amon, because yeah a lot of times the way most things are structured is cover your own ass and once i realized oh everybody's just covering their own ass nobody actually wants to be accountable nobody actually wants to be responsible nobody actually wants to say my bad my fault nobody actually wants to say the buck stops here you know <clears throat> and a lot of structure company structures are like that and once i because i didn't know so i was being honest and truthful and all that shit because i'm like oh okay like this is what happened these are you know these are the facts and you realize oh the truth don't fucking matter it's you didn't fa- know about what about you know just the structure of like you know when you go home and you report things it's not always the truth is who got to them first when it comes to hr mm-hmm. you know you know things like that like i didn't know that that was the game yeah yeah i had a friend go through something really traumatic at work was with a dude and that was a big part of it was him coming to them to hr first right was a big part of it and and it changed a, a lot of the ways things went down amal says both are horrible scenarios in my opinion if, if she's telling the truth and she lied and made folks think she had the power to do something about it when she could have been honest in the first place and if the answer is no then man so much to unpack here yeah that's the only i know it won't happen but to me it who knows if it's the truth or not but i would have more respect if if she was like i just never had that much power and i was letting the studio kind of like you know i want to look like a mogul so i'm just kind of feeding into some of this shit but i don't always have the you know that much control and power in places but but even with all the stuff she said she's gonna be okay I, like i've already seen her in several like oh, high she, profile things already and nobody's bringing it up so i, I think she's gonna be fine anyway mm-hmm. um which is one of the reasons i you know i thought it was a little weird when people were like v- jumping at the gun to protect her like no she didn't do nothing I'm like just wait you'll see we don't know the truth lakita says as to the poll i don't think lena so much lied as i think she left out some details in an attempt to save her own ass i think it's weird that everyone is blaming lena or the showrunner or hr everyone but the nigga who assaulted all the people all these people when well i I would just like to push back on that and be like we can do more than one and there's the perpetrator and then there's a system that allows perpetrators to go unpunished and i think we have to confront that shit on both levels nobody that i've seen has made a defense for jason mitchell on any level every he's and he's the one who has been fired and lost all of his employment and opportunities and you go to his imdb page it's blank than a motherfucker right now and and he disappeared from like everywhere like he's he's not doing interviews not on social media any of this stuff right so in all fairness that's the reason that he isn't being like like hounded at this point is because he took the l and he's gone there's like there's no there's like everyone else is like still kind of in the public spotlight being like but it's not my fault i had nothing to do with it so that's what brings the like well hold up now this thing couldn't have happened and gotten to this point without with nobody else being at fault you know it's i'll give you a perfect example it's much more dramatic and obviously it's not one-to-one but follow me here 
it's uh the central park five right like we could just be like well i mean the guy who's the rapist who actually was raping people that's where all the blame is i mean he the one that raped them people why y'all mad about the prosecutors why y'all mad about the judge why y'all mad about the detectives why y'all mad about just go and look at the rapist he did it it's like yes but in order for this like the rest of the shit that happened the way it did people a lot of people had to put their hands in it or at least turn a blind eye to it and go eh, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i don't want to cause no waves right something had to happen for that to, for all of that to happen so when i'm looking at tiffany boone i don't see it as just jason mitchell harassed her and then like he's the asshole and that's the end of it i'll go okay but then she asked for help now how did she get failed at every level for the help because it's always i'm not and i'm not necessarily interested in blame that's why i say i wish people and i tried to make this discussion about that i wish people would stop running on the internet to just find people to blame because every time we do that we kind of let the eye we basically make it so that this thing can happen again Mm -hmm. because what we're saying is well it's one person's fault wipe our hands of it it's fixed right that's the end of it we found the person they did they did it but it's not one person when shit escalates like this is a lot of people so then you go back and go what's wrong with this system now there will be people implicated in what is wrong with the system but that should be used to have accountability to fix it so it doesn't happen again you know what i would like to hear someone ask lena wave or the showrunner or showtime or uh fox 21 is what are y'all going to do to make sure this again yes what what did you put in place what are your checks and balances what happens if these things get escalated again what are the chains what is the proper process it sounds like there was not a process in place of people said fuck the process or people just like i don't i don't want to escalate it up and she said lena waith even said i regret some some of it so if you regret it that means there's things you can change or do differently next time so so i don't i don't know i just feel like it doesn't have to be either or but i i I know nobody wants to see especially black women in the situation catch any level of blame but that's the point of being a boss you can't be a boss and then be like but nothing is ever my fault like come on now like you can't like people and i think with the whole woke social media shit and all that stuff that's what a lot of people really want is i want credit for all the positives anything that goes wrong they ain't got nothing to do with me right and it and it don't work like that if you drive in the car you are responsible when that motherfucker crash well it's the instagramming of our lives right it's the here's a picture of me doing great i'm not gonna take a picture of me when i'm depressed when i haven't shaved when i'm uh sitting around stress eating or when uh you know like from an angle where i'm unflattering i don't want to take that picture you know we're not gonna like we share the pictures of the victories and the successes and our our timelines look like a, a, a fucking like monument to success for almost everyone mm-hmm. and so when you have that i think you have a lot of that with people's activism and the people's social media presence to where everything's a win everything's positive no bad thoughts are ever shared and so you know if i want to if i want to create that kind of image cool i'm a boss i'm a mogul i'm running things i'm on top look at my name my name is the name you come to when you want things done hey well something bad happened on one of your projects they don't have nothing to do with me why you think i got so much power why you think i'm i'm responsible for any of this shit nah it can't be both 
and i don't care if you're a black woman black lgbtq person black uh immigrant i don't care if you're white like it doesn't matter we can't only say these things apply to white men right straight white men and nobody else everybody else can do whatever the fuck they want that's that's kind of ridiculous to me and that feels like the way that a lot of this shit ends up going like you can do somebody wrong and be in a marginalized community that's okay yes you can happens all the time does it happen every day and, and and the thing for me is if we weren't trying to cancel quote unquote or right uh blame or whatever it wouldn't be as big a deal because i expect every human being to make mistakes whether they're in charge or not so if we look at it that way it would be like well how do we fix a broken system not how do we get rid of a broken person you know jason mitchell's gone so now what happens on season three of the shot because what if this happens again what are we gonna say it's not her fault again it's not it's the he's not the showrunner's fault is no, like the has anything changed going into year three of this show to make sure that this could never happen because that's what i would be asking if i worked there anyway um uh it pissed me off to hear her talk about how she did everything to remove the fox from the chicken coop um and why was every, anyone tasked to do anything about his fucked up behavior in the first goddamn place i mean because that's their job maybe that's just me that that's their job if something happens their job is to be like hey this incident happened let's hold him accountable that system broke yeah you can't be leaving it up to the fox isn't gonna leave the chicken coop on his own right they're the company they're the one paying everybody if it wasn't for them we would not be here so you're like like the shit it's like if you're at your job and something happened at your job you ain't gonna be like well get rid of this motherfucker company you're not held accountable no 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 company this this happened on your watch well hold up hold up hold up this to me that would be like saying i'm being sexually harassed in my job i expect the sexual harasser to just take it upon himself and just leave and just do the right thing he's not gonna do that so now we have systems that are supposed to be in place to get him up out of there these systems didn't get him up out of there so that's nobody's fault nobody we should only focus on him that's to me that's that's i don't know to me it feels like and and i've seen people do this where it's like i want to protect the person who is responsible for doing their job i want to protect them from the fact they had to do their job and just be like but this guy shouldn't have done that yeah that's the point that's why you have a boss netflix didn't have this confliction like they didn't like (laughs) netflix was not sitting around trying to figure it out they got the fuck rid of him they had one meeting and he was gone like i don't know that speaks volumes to me about what's going on at the shy and what's going on over at netflix and that's not to say netflix is perfect blah 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 i don't really care about the that part but netflix has been on the grind of getting abusive motherfuckers up out the paint you know even when they're the biggest fucking name on the show they don't care like kevin spacey the biggest name on that motherfucking show and they were like he got to go uh he was able to lay low for the longest time why the fuck was removing the predator uh the last goddamn option why was he more important than these women or even the production he jeopardized or the bad reputation for keeping this shit quiet it's really telling just wow yeah and i'm and the question is i have to ask that question of more than just uh him you gotta ask that question that's why i say you can't just focus on him because the questions you asked at the end are the questions that go to everybody above him on that payroll and go why why was he more important than tiffany boom to you 
you know like why because y'all were gonna bring him back for season three if he had to just gone to desperado and not done that shit to them white women he would be back on season three doing whatever the fuck he wanted to any of the other women on the set mm-hmm. so the question then becomes since that was the plan you had already decided he was coming back why was he more important because you do have to ask the showrunners you do have to ask the studio you do have to ask the creator because they're the people that want to take credit for this work now the showrunner i think ask answer these questions pretty much with a plum i quit i'm not coming back come on he i went to hr on his ass too he disrespected me you know i told tiffany let's go to hr we went to hr together this nigga still was acting stupid we called lena she didn't do nothing enough or nothing really um and then uh, the hr people didn't do shit showtime said it's uh fox 21's fault and fox 21 didn't do nothing so to me you got several layers of people that didn't do enough or didn't care so i I think that's where we get to with it and of course he's at fault i don't think that's even disputable like i don't think there's if anyone's making that fucking argument i haven't seen it Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> like that would be i don't know that would be insane yeah, about a hotel. um but yeah they they really didn't do shit and then the, like i said what are they gonna do differently next time so um all right um mcchicken rage we got two comments on episode 1907 motor city rob says karen's reaction to rob reading the titles of Josen's blog post had me rolling <laughs> I first heard about dude from a Washington Post profile written about him years ago. Dang, he was in the Washington Post? Wow. When I checked on his blog, I didn't see what was supposed to be special about his quote-unquote advice. Just seemed like a dude that dated or fucked a lot. Not surprised by these turn of events. Some people feel that finding the right woman will make them change, but if you're a scumbag now, you'll probably just be a scumbag in a relationship. Yeah, can't, can't lie. That's, that's basically how it is and yeah it's just that's also just a lane that a lot of dudes have had in the last like i don't know like eight to ten years maybe whenever the blogging spirit call started the whole like i'm a woke feminist dude that used to be completely trash and look at how much better i am now and yeah you you don't know that's just it could just be manufactured um because that doesn't mean they really did any work and um you know same way i said with the lena waith interview thing we have the words now to say whatever the fuck we feel like now it's i can justify like treating a woman like shit and be like because i was in uh my own mental space and the therapy and i just turned myself into this like victim and men have always done that men have always excelled at that every single day when i look for articles for this show i see an article of some man who just decided to kill his wife his children so just some some woman he he pursued or who rejected him mm-hmm. and it's all those men always think they're the victim you know oh, the, yes the logical species right the logical gender are the ones the non-emotional gender yeah the non-emotional gender is the one killing everybody at a much higher rate than the other way around and and it's always just this level of entitlement and uh justification so and that's murder but you know below murder just you know gaslighting cheating emotional and physical abuse narcissism like men are consistently justifying treating the people in their lives like shit and they have no fucking responsibility um and if you say anything that holds them any level of accountable 
they fucking lose their minds like you're trying to kill them right um like i don't say it as anymore but i still believe it the whole you know black men are the white people or black people because it literally to me the way the power dynamics work that's what i see and when you say that black men act like you fucking shot them in the face like some of them like they act like you like you hate me you want me to die it's like i want you to be accountable so what are you gonna do to stop avoiding accountability because you crying and making it all about you is the fucking problem in the first place you know whether it's abusing our our women our children um whether it's you know emotional abuse whether it's a lack of uh commitment to uh the people that you know we've had children with and shit like that there's so many things where we come up way fucking short and yet we're the ones dispensing advice to black women need to do this if they want a man how about you do this you'll be a better mom nigga you don't take care of your kids what are you talking about come on you're in the future high like you're fucking weird you hate russell west uh russell westbrook because he's a good better he's a good father to russell wilson Mm -hmm. because he's a good father to um baby future and shit like and a good husband to Ciara, like you have fucking issues you need therapy you need help you need to be away from people and you need to resolve all that shit and get it out of you uh the toxic masculinity out of you in order to even contribute to this shit but what happens is with these words and you infiltrate these like all this feminist free thought that is just out here on social media these niggas just learn the code and they just start talking like that they don't do anything different they Mm -hmm. don't treat anyone better but now they have these words and it's just more tools to gaslight people with and all that shit it's it's still ultimately at the end of the day a very immature calculated manipulative lack of uh lack of accountability that is happening but you just got better words for it now you know that's it so yeah i'm not surprised that i don't even know this dude and i I, just reading his blog i was like yeah anyone can fake that shit you know and then also i think a lot of times people know they faking it because people start coming out the woodworks like i always knew something was up with him and this that and and it's like well if everybody fucking knew then everybody was just kind of letting him eat letting him go to the panels letting him you know like that's fucked up but but the bar is that low for men it's just that fucking low um shira says hi rod and karen when you were discussing the new cool pope stance on abortion it made me think of people who chose to be child free it's wild to me that people who are so against abortion can also be against the idea of people making the choice to never have children right right they may view child free people as selfish and that they'll change their mind in the future or that things will be different once they have their own kids i'm not an optimist when it comes to the outcome of roe versus wade remaining federal law there are several states that are making abortion access impossible and i live i live in fucking ohio i know that the two of you don't do not want children i'm in my early 30s and recently had surgery to permanently prevent myself from ever becoming pregnant i was one of the lucky ones who didn't receive pushback from my doctor or immediate family i know many people who had to go to different doctors away 18 eight wait years 18 to 29 year old who doesn't want kids you're too young to know that 18 to 29 year old who gets who gets pregnant oh well deal it it pisses me off because these conservatives are so small government when it comes to their issues but they are always in everyone else's business and bedrooms and genitals yep uh women's specifically Ugh, i hope this made sense y'all are awesome it made perfect sense to mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. yeah yeah because yeah uh if you are i think i'm gonna say under 40 uh if you particularly with black women we have a tendency to have like cis 
um on our ovaries and and in our uterus and all those types of good things um for some reason it's hiring black women and so you might have operations to have your tubes tied or have your uh ovaries removed they just have a smooth hysterectomy and some people have them at really early ages and you have to go through your doctor going are you sure do you want to wait will you change your mind you know like you have to go through that um and and i think that they've had a lot of times it's almost a case 22 for the doctors because the doctors don't want to feel like they force you to do it uh and at the same time it's still your choice Mm -hmm. you know because a lot some women have had these operations and then regretted it but that was their choice to have it in the first place if nobody forced them into it right you know like it's mm -hmm. it's a catch-22 because a lot of doctors be like hey now if i do this ain't no going back like and you know you're gonna have to surrogate adopt like it's gonna have to be other alternatives because just because you choose not to have children does not mean there are no children connected to you and and people kill me with this when i you know i don't want no kids they act like you know having no kids is like the worst thing ever you know there are children in my life i do impact children around me you know people act like when you say that they act like you you want to burn kids by the motherfucking stake bitch how stupid do you think i am you people when you say that people act like you don't know how to respond to children react to children you know or you talk to somebody but you just don't understand bitch i was a child too you act like like children are like these 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 aliens that if i don't have children i just don't know how to respond around them yeah um and for me i mean it's it's just not their business why like who why or how people you know um decide that if they're having kids or not i just don't understand why that would be anyone's business but those people uh have you ever caught someone cheating on you yes or no no comments on this one because people don't discuss their l's yes 57 percent have caught someone cheating on them wow that's a lot of cheating a lot of people do 43 percent have not which uh you know hopefully means you weren't getting cheated on right because i mean you didn't catch them yeah it don't so mean it, it didn't happen been, you know i hope it didn't happen too I hope it didn't happen right you know like that would suck if it was like well that was definitely cheating you just was you just stupid uh episode 1908 <laughs> no credit for colored uh was the last episode of the week um on a tuesday um classic r&b lover says rod and karen your interpret your interpretations of that old white man were hilarious i nearly laughed my ass off driving in my car just like karen i was barely fucked with by his story in fact we both said 25 percent around the same time i for one think the world would be a better place if more people were transparent with their ism that way everybody would know where they stand from the jump the whole thing is just too damn funny yeah i thought about that classic r&b lover i think we, i used to say that a lot but i actually don't want a bunch of overt out loud ass racism i'm sorry i don't want to go back to the 60s i am not my ancestors and uh my carefully manicured hands will not be delivered upon uh motherfuckers with water hoses and calling me nigger to my face um keep it to yourself whitey go on uh just get on the uh, internet and call them martin luther coon in the comment sections of uh fox news articles <laughs> and keep that motherfucking racism to yourself okay the fuck i care i wish somebody would come up to me i'm racist like now what i'm supposed to do with this just ruin my day for no reason could have kept that inside 
evie says i actually kind of respect that racist white furniture guy for standing up in his racism most of the time when people do something racist they give you a half-assed apology only because they got caught uh they got cause and not uh oh they got caught and not because they're sorry i would prefer this than a fake apology anyway well that part i agree with yeah fake apologists and proud racists are both pieces of shit but at least the proud racist doesn't try to insult my intelligence well yeah after you've been racist i yeah then if that's a um if that's a classic r&b lover meant then I, I agree with that part like after you've been racist then yeah you might as well just be like i'm racist like now you're doing me a favor because i don't have to be like i don't have to go through the bullshit where it's like i don't have a racist bone in my body correct like i i'd rather you do that but yeah overall no don't tell me Mm-mm. i don't want to see it on a t-shirt hat don't want to see it on a bumper sticker keep that bullshit to yourself yeah i don't need that that stress in my life that whole like some of my best slaves is black and shit like no man you racist <laughs> nobody fucking racist no more fuck out of here uh do you invest time in your love life as much as you do your work life talked about the uh, rihanna interview and she was talking about she had to start investing in her relationship because she does everything she was doing it with business and music and stuff and she's like if i want my relationship to be successful i need to invest in that too yes no or i don't have a love life or work life care hmm about i i try my best to balance as best mm-hmm. as i can okay um the put like this the older i've put like this the older i've gotten uh everything else and work is like 10 to 20 percent like work is work you know mm-hmm. everything else is more important because at the end of the day everything else will come and go your family members you gotta look them niggas in the eye every goddamn day with a job without a job disabled <laughs> sick <laughs> that job don't give a fuck about you it can hand you that peak slip every day so i've kind of broke myself out of the myth that the job that the working 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 is your livelihood um because it's not yes you have to work and yes you must work but you have to prioritize and go well what's more important in this situation making that bread or spending the valuable time with my family friends and loved ones that time i can never get back yeah um i would say yeah i invested uh i invest as much time into like our relationship as i do work um now we kind of are cheating because some of our work is relationship stuff correct but um you know but also i just try to make sure that i take time to be like go out and do stuff just us together you know i don't think it's as much a challenge for us because we're not long distance it's not a new relationship so you have people that you know they're not spending time together and then by the time they get together it's like who is this stranger in my house i don't even fucking really know you um and all that type of stuff so but no i do try to set aside and then some of the stuff that enhances uh relationship stuff is work but it's just not direct work so it's like you know cooking and cleaning and that type of shit i do around the house is all stuff that enhances the relationship because now you don't have to walk in the door and be like fuck let me do these dishes oh man oh i see you know the trash needs to be taken out or the the clothes are not folded or um you know whatever like now now it's like oh i can come home and enjoy my day instead yeah, and not, not to find it, that's the shit that ain't glamorous like that's the right. shit don't nobody be wanting to talk about like the mundane every day but like this and rihanna's not talking about that obviously because no. she's yeah, okay. they don't even i don't think they even live together but, oh no yeah. no no and, and she probably has people right, people do right. this shit for her but i'm talking about like normal everyday people that gotta wake up and look a motherfucker in the eye like and y'all mm-hmm. ain't on two opposite sides of the world like normal everyday people 
uh that have uh, good functioning relationships that's the shit don't nobody want to accept regular everyday shit is fucking boring as hell it's boring y'all like don't nothing spectacular happen you know no fireworks it's just a normal everyday thing but it's the things that actually help keep the longevity of the relationship and that's the everybody won't do the fun shit don't nobody won't do the shit that's actually the foundation that actually makes the shit last when when shit happens in your life uh the poll was do you i mean i'm sorry the poll results were 33 percent of people say yes they invest as much time in their love life as work 52% 52% say no and that's such an american thing because our jobs require so fucking much of people yes they do you know and love can be an afterthought like it's like a luxury really a privilege to be able to like have a relationship that you can like have the time to foster and grow and and support and all that shit and like a lot of times work gets in the way of that yeah um and 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 some of it's by choice some you know because some people are like my career comes first like that's fine like for some people you know that that's their thing i'm young absolutely and i'm like i got i you know because and and because the way fucking society is particularly for women you is like you almost pressured to get every get all your degrees and all that shit up front you know because it's almost like a fear tactic you better do it now because once you have kids you can't do shit (laughs) you know it's almost like a fear tactic because a lot of people relationship means two different things for men and women Correct. as far as the way we're socialized when we're talking about men and women in uh cisgender relationships so yeah i can see that too um but just in general though i just think american work culture is very anti-personal and family life it's just you it know is. men don't have much time for paternity leave women have uh time for maternity leave but it's not enough no um, it is not you know um the idea is that women should work um and um get paid less you know uh when women are in a relationship they're the ones expected to bear you know bear children take care of the children all that type of stuff you know for men the main thing men are afraid of with relationships is losing the ability to fuck other people and shit like i'm gonna lose my freedom like they're not worried about the actual like i'm gonna have to start working to take care of other people as the way women are so and lastly i don't have a love of work life 15 percent Amon says we've been married for 11 years and this year there have been a lot of changes and challenges so much was happening that we both forgot our anniversary it made me really sad and we both had to stop and really talk about it this year we took uh and have trips planned but we realized we can't just wait for those moments to slow down and connect with each other being in a relationship doesn't have to be hard but add kids and everyday life and you often have to remind yourself to make a conscious effort yeah 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 because uh children actually they change the dynamic of the relationship a lot because all of a sudden uh you're mommy and daddy all the time particularly mommy you're mommy all the time a lot of times kids will keep and be the fuck out of their daddy and go straight to mommy even though mommy can't mean, even though daddy could be in the room right there and able to do shit they like fuck it i want mommy so you know it's a lot of times you have to find balance with your children and go well if daddy's available too you can go ask daddy or just send them to the daddy you know um because the thing is particularly if he's a man that's loving and caring and kind of not mean as hell to the kids you know because some men are mean to children um they will uh understand and the children will have a balance for that um yeah i agree also we had some comments on episode 43 of medium talk which i put on the free feed for everybody for the freeloaders 
um and it also i got a lot of comments on twitter about this interview that i did with uh keith uh brandon keith brown um and it was it was a cool interview i hope people enjoyed it i I saw that many of you did enjoy it i saw your comments um on twitter thank you so much and a real big thank you to the people who actually comments on the website because that way you know you know if our guests ever listen to the feedback show or whatever they get to hear it you know karina says i am 50 minutes into this medium talk with brandon with brandon keith brown and i have to tell you that i am finding this conversation so interesting i honestly didn't know what to expect what a great life journey and then she finished the comment later and said okay it's me again i just finished wow what a layered conversation i really enjoyed it great medium talk thank you uh really dark night says i really enjoyed this conversation my daughter actually played the viola at the denver school of arts and believe me there were very few black and brown folks in the school she loved orchestra though i really enjoyed the conversation about the racial dynamics at brown because it just goes to show you no matter how far you rise in your profession people see you as black first and always Mm -hmm. these adults trusted whiteness and adjacent whiteness of children more than a visiting professor ain't that some shit yeah some of the shit that them kids was up to i mean stealing and spawning the fucking equipment from the 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 uh orchestra thousands the school orchestra not their equipment the school's equipment and they got mad at him at at, at dr brown at the at at, at, uh brandon keith brown for being like this is unacceptable right you talking about thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of shit a violin can be a few thousand dollars what the fuck are we talking about here this shit ain't cheap it's like well you gotta go all these expectations and shit uh the only problem i have with this conversation is that when he talked about the ludlow massacre and said it was in colorado or wyoming or some other flower state come on bro we out here <laughs> crystal says thank you rob for introducing mr brown it's amazing the things we can do if only we were aware i definitely plan to let my son explore all the arts because uh something i was never exposed to crystal thank you crystal mm-hmm. yeah now that's why i also wanted to do the interview about more than just like brown university and what happened there and i wanted to talk to him about his journey to become a composer what was that like what paths did he take what challenges was he confronted with all of that stuff because i think you know a, a, another podcast would have done a short you know i don't know short 30 minute hour interview and and i know it was long it was two hours but i just wanted to do a definitive interview um so that's 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 the point of medium talk um all right we got a couple emails uh throughout the week 704-557-0186 is our voicemail line and uh yeah you can uh call us and leave voicemails as long as they're two minutes or less because it will cut you off at the two minute mark mm-hmm. hey Rod. hey karen this is iman congratulations on your yoke elite status um i was one of the people who nominated you though so you're oh, welcome oh thank you but i unfortunately can't get become a yoke elite that's right my sister became a yoke elite because i nominated her and she nominated me back and so yoke contacted me and they're like oh okay well you're doing pretty good, you know, you have a lot of reviews and blah, 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 blah. And they're like, oh, do you have a business on Yelp? And I was like, I do have a business on Yelp, which is my doula business. You are saying it correctly, it's doula. Mm. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, you can't be a Yelp Elite member. Like, but thanks for leaving all these reviews. And I was like, oh, that's <laughs> no fair. But I guess they're trying to keep business people honest. I don't know. Right, right. they're I trying to keep business fair. people honest, yeah. But 
all I'm doing is reviewing restaurants I go to in some hotels. But oh well. But I'm happy for you guys. I'm happy for my sister because she's really excited. She's like, oh my god, I can't believe it. I was like, well, you get to go to events now. I was like, invite me to an event if they let you have a plus one. But all right, love you guys. Bye bye. Oh, this is Iman. <laughs> thanks Amon and yeah like Roger said they have a separate one for business probably for that reason like they go oh you actually own a business and these are just for people that are consuming things well also you could you could potentially do some malfeasance right you could trade for reviews mm-hmm. um you know hey you review my restaurant I review your doula business and uh we'll call it even or something like that you know um I can see why they wouldn't hey, want Rod it hey Rod and Karen this is Veggie Vixen or the Undeniable Vixen I was calling because I wanted to congratulate Rod on being Yoke Elite. I've been uh, Yoke Elite for three years, and I thought that I could give you some, uh, I guess, cheat codes and give Karen some encouragement. So um, every month you should start looking maybe closer towards the end of the month to see what the new events are coming up or see when they're going to post them because even if you get to RSVP, that doesn't necessarily mean that you get in. You still have to get picked. Mm. Um, and then, in some cases, you might have a wait list. And you can still get picked uh, in that case. Uh, another thing that you can do is, if when you because y'all are traveling, you can change your elite status to the particular city that you're going to. And they might be having something that's uh, for elites that you can go and join in your elite all across the country oh, um, wow. we have milestones for elites if you get up to 10 years they'll start it really 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 gets good I think there's one person who's uh, done 10 years and she gets like a black card with a yelp Karen even if you decide that you just want to take you take awesome pictures just great great pictures you can still be Yelp elite you don't have to write these long things you just have to be consistent so if you go to three different places restaurants in the week keep go ahead and input that each week be consistent that's what they're looking for consistency if you're going to do a whole bunch of pictures do that if you're going to write nice short reviews do that but just do it every week and they'll see that you are elite quality mm. so i'll talk to y'all later bye bye thank you veggie thank Dixon. you baby and uh yeah thank you for the advice uh you know us elites have to stick together is what yeah, i always cause say because i didn't know honey i'll be picturing it up they be she does take a lot of pictures put them out there i saw like your pictures have a lot of views too like on uh yelp they they keep track of that stuff i think you got way more than i do you know i got over a thousand pictures honey god i take pictures of everything all right we got emails of blackouttips at gmail.com y'all can take it from here miss smart hey karen hey rod hope all is well in the northern uh northernmost carolina i am writing for you to you for help okay uh advice you know we normally don't do this hopefully it's not no relationship right? <laughs> recently a friend told me she plans to take a class what class a sword fighting class oh no over the years i have been somewhat dismissive of the blackout tips consistent campaign to regulate swords after all i may or may not own a machete with wow which some consider the little sister of the sword oh it's just a sword it's not a little sister so imagine my shock when i found myself warning my friend that swords are dangerous because we don't know if crazy people buy swords or swords make people crazy she didn't believe at first i let her know that sword violence happens so often that y'all can read four or to five violent sword related articles each week right she was shocked not shocked enough to skip the first sword fighting class 
class they're twice a week but intrigued enough to subscribe to the blackout tips right then and there yeah i just would like to let y'all know also with this sword fighting shit um some people have been injured in these classes we've covered those stories too yes we got one where a student like fucked up a teacher yeah we also got one where a dude got his nose cut off mm-hmm. like keep fucking around if y'all want them swords they have in them classes is swords come on not not unless they one of the one of the one of the uh, plastic ones i passed the baton to y'all now i'm leaving it to the sword ratchetness segment to convince her that swords are dangerous and that she will likely be interacting with people who have committed sword related violence or will commit sword related violence thank you for your service miss smart yeah the thing for me is i'm not so much against the idea of a sword class as much as i would as much as i'm for i'm more for the idea of people learning sword safety right we have we have gun safety classes so if the class were to teach safety in the use of the sword i'm okay with that same uh our girl uh jaquetta from the hey you know it podcast oh my god we haven't had jaquetta on so long yeah well we were talking about that the other day yes oh my god i'm so sorry yeah we got a list yeah uh uh uh, welcome to the anxiety in my brain y'all that's how it works right right (laughs) now i'm anxious uh but but yeah um uh so yeah jaquetta's husband was teaching like i think either sword or like a samurai class or something and i'm okay with that because he's teaching people how to be safe with the sword that's that's fine now you may be in class with some you know crazy motherfuckers but hopefully they're giving you the skills to deal with it you know i just don't think every time dick and harry they can find a sword at one of these fucking comic cons should be bringing that shit home and being like look at me i'm finn and jake fuck that come on and with no sheath all right so all right let's check the uh next email uh i did it karen hey rod and karen first of all attitude check broncos pride yes you know i've been listening to y'all uh you guys for a long time now and i finally shared my scarlet letter m for moocher and shane (laughs) i know sis karen will be proud of me to know i i come out of the sinner's pit and officially join the premium congregation come on through come on the first episode i listened to was when rod told the critter get a sky story oh that has been a while yes that is i found myself yelling yes get his ass in my kitchen i don't remember what episode that was but i gotta way, find it again way back in the crates yeah i'm sure that's on the website still and yeah that was uh the critter getter that was that's the thing man i, I try not to go there but when, when the evil inside gets out okay it's just it's not good for anybody yeah you put like this y'all have seen us grow and i don't regret that though because he was talking about my wife so fuck him forever <laughs> like that there, there's some shit i've done where i'm like i actually regret going that hard on people but uh no you, you, not not in my face not in front of my salad <laughs> not in front of my salad uh i just started watching game of thrones and i need to hear those recaps i'm up to season five thanks for the rss feed directions too oh yeah she emailed me because she was like um on the site i just got premium uh i'm not seeing the rss feed and you know i hit her with the like here's the link here's where it'll be it's at the bottom of the screen blah blah blah. you know if you have issues with your premium stuff email me the blackout test at gmail.com we will figure it out and that was probably late at night we figured that one out but and that's the best way y'all don't tweet at us don't post it in facebook yeah it's best to email right you know because it won't get lost and all that stuff right correct 
email us the blackout tips at gmail.com please if you have any issues you know i would hate for people to like either cancel or to unsubscribe because they just didn't know right how to get the best out of it because i want to help them be like you know hey look this is now rss feed it's specifically um for these shows you can even say i just want to hear the sports show i just want to hear the pregame i just want to hear uh your movie reviews i just want you know that kind of stuff and we put it out there for you yeah because uh the email is a way it will it will help prevent delays in answering your question yeah and just uh, it's, yeah it's just the best way to get in contact because mm-hmm. even when i'm on like a facebook and i get a dm i can't always respond to it right away and the way those things work it's gone to me right, like right okay i don't have time for this i'll try to remember when i get out the movies i i may or may not but my email i'm always checking uh anyway uh y'all keep doing the lord's work in these podcasteries peace uh bronco love the qc queen thank you oh you from the city too shout out to uh the queen city charlotte um uh, hold on i got one more whoops went to the wrong folder we'll go right back to that uh crystal writes in black executive fan fiction hi rod and karen i love 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 the show i'll be signing up for premium as soon as i as my coin allows oh shit nah 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 wait Wait till till i I get get my money money right oh oh we know how that is baby i had a dream i could sign up for premium until then i just be listening to premium oh come on (laughs) i told rod i'll be back in a second waiting for my paycheck not to act reckless come on uh anyway uh we definitely um uh yeah we've heard that before and many people have delivered and signed up for premium after saying that which i'm always surprised by because i don't really be holding people to accountable to it i'm like oh that's a nice thing for you to say but i do hope everybody uh signs up like i said it really enables us to do some cool stuff and Mm -hmm. to do more things and um especially considering the way we operate like we've never done a kickstarter Mm-mm. we've never done like a fundraiser or anything like that to be like oh we put on a live show we're gonna do this this like we've just been able to just just use our, like have our people that are signing up for premium that really give us the ability to say no to things to come on to say no to certain advertisers certain guests certain opportunities and that no is so valuable and that yes is valuable we've actually been able to do stuff like yeah we'll go out to this conference and you know we're gonna pay this much uh for our for our flights or our or whatever and that's because of y'all man so thank y'all because it's um you know it 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 really uh i can't say it enough um and i also just understand the hardship of it people get laid off people cut off the you know cut it off all the time i get an email every time somebody cancels like i have to you know go back and make sure all the stuff it works on the behind the scenes but like you know but i also get an email every time somebody signs up brand new you know right. uh shit every morning i get emails when it's like this payment clear this payment clear um because because paypal just sends you that fucking email but anyway but 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 it also just reminds me like yo people really give a fuck they listen to us they feel valued by us they feel they are getting something of value for from our work and that mm-hmm. shit matters a lot yes it does that's why so, we work like we do so thank you uh anyway um uh i had to write in because i was right with you rod on this in this on this genre i was like yes i never paid attention to the things but as soon as you said it i was uh having the time of my life laughing along and karen get your life and go with rod to these movies they are fire lol keep up the good work 
yeah karen come with me to these black executive fan fiction movies it's only like one a year i don't know why you'd be not wanting to see them <laughs> it is only one a year ain't it it's like one or two a year if we can get hollywood to make that much p.s paula Patton is terrible in any genre but especially <laughs> the black executive fan fiction but yet uh it, she is always in them shaking my head you know i will not comment on paula Patton's acting ability um you know she already had to deal with robin thick she don't need us coming down on her that was um, enough and plus i feel compromised by certain actresses because they be fine as hell and i honestly like i grade on the curve when they fine as hell i don't care yeah. mm-hmm. it's all make-believe pretend stuff anyway people be like they, they like uh you know uh the girl uh nafissa from um black lightning can't act i can't tell i i'm i'm too much swooning like soon as she on the screen i'm like oh there's bay you know so paula Patton's up in there making good you know uh i won't say any other names because i don't want anyone coming after me but there are other actresses that is fine as hell that i don't know if they are great actors if you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but i will absolutely watch them be in movies um i think most of you probably get my drift if mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you know who i'm talking about oh god i'll oh, stop I, 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 that's not who i was talking about i'll just <laughs> all right y'all we'll talk to y'all later <laughs> that's it for the day uh tomorrow my dad will be here for father's day um our annual father's day episode so hopefully we'll see you guys in the chat bright and early in the morning 10 a.m mm-hmm. uh brandon collins from medium popcorn will be here this week yes um, medium popcorn we y'all two niggas spoiling movies yeah yeah uh we'll be he'll be here uh tuesday i believe and so until then um i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.